Have you been thinking that all your problems could be solved with a big bag full of money or maybe a new job that makes you rich overnight? Is that even realistic? This is Tim Waters. For the next few minutes, I'd like to talk about this very thing. As Christians, we hear all the time about the great plans God has for us. But for some of us, after years of waiting, we might be asking, where are those great plans? What about all those blessings? Well, if we're honest about it, we'd admit that we're already walking in many, many blessings in our lives. And some of those blessings can't be bought with money. Beyond that, it's easy to think that we're missing out on something when we see other people in bigger houses, nicer cars, and living what looks like a better life. But before I go on with this, let me share a quick story. A few years ago, we were home visiting my family in the Carolinas. The warm, sunny weather was perfect for a drive. My dad had just retired and we were out riding in his new Jeep tooling around the countryside. All of a sudden, at the bottom of a hill, the Jeep slowed down and my dad pointed to a house that wasn't finished yet. I asked why we were stopping. He shared that the guy who was building the house had won $13 million in the local lottery, but he had spent all that money before the house could be finished. I can still remember staring at that almost finished house and it still reminds me that some things don't need to come into my life until I'm ready. Think about this, despite my prayers and desires in life, what if God is protecting me from some premature blessings? Or let me say it this way, maybe God wants me to have those things I'm asking for, but what if God is waiting on me? Well, if that's true, then what is God waiting on me to do? Does he want me to act better? Stop some bad habits? Lose weight? Get more active in church? Well, God may want all that to happen eventually, but in the meantime, what if He's wanting me to change the way I'm seeing myself and the world around me? One of those big words we often hear in church is the word sanctification. Though that word may sound complicated, it's really very simple. God simply wants us to separate ourselves unto Him, and we get there by obeying the Word, following the example of Jesus, and we get there in the power of the Holy Spirit. But the good news is you and I don't have to do it all by ourselves. In fact, the Holy Spirit is our helper in this. Now, some might hear all this and ask, hey, wait a minute, I'm saved, isn't that enough? Well, as wonderful as it is to have salvation and a future in heaven, there's more for the journey we have here on earth. God wants to fellowship with us, and that's an incredible thing. But being closer to God means moving more and more toward personal purity. Now, by purity, I'm not talking about looking down at, quote, sinners. I'm not talking about my outward appearance. While modesty's good, there's more to it than how I dress. It's not about acting churchy or overly spiritual. And it's not about avoiding all media, such as movies and music. And it's not about shutting out the world around me, afraid to make a mistake in the future. But rather, purity is this. It's avoiding the wrong things on purpose. Colossians 3, verse 5 says this. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Aiming for purity is well worth the effort, but we have to go about it the right way. You know, one wrong way we often try to improve is that we decide to fix ourselves. Just like a New Year's resolution, we decide to just do better in life. But the truth is, if I could fix myself, then I wouldn't need Jesus, right? The problem is that trying to fix myself can lead to some things I don't need. Things like a works mentality, where I try to work my way into heaven. 
or it can lead to me having a distance between myself and God, thinking I'll never be good enough. Or trying to fix myself can even lead to a feeling of self-defeat. Now some actually stop here and give up, saying, I can't do this. And then they walk away from God and other believers. Or some give up and say, you know, God made me this way, so it's not wrong. I'll just keep living this way. Well, God did make us out of flesh and blood, but he also gave us a choice in how we live our lives. Maybe you've tried to do better in some part of your life, but you've realized, I can't stop doing this. How do I get free from it? So rather than trying to fix ourselves, the better way is to allow God to fix us, but with our cooperation along the way. We don't have to be perfect already for God to love us, but we must be willing to change for the better. I must be open to ministry. I must be open to input from Christian leaders. And I must be open to making changes in my life, but with God's guidance. Here are some practical steps. Again, not leaning on our own works, but cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Number one, check your input. Are you being appropriate with the TV, computer, cell phone, the music you listen to? Number two, check your relationships. Who's leading the way? 1 Corinthians 15.33 says this, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Three, check your schedule. Are you spending enough time with God? Time in the Word? Are you getting enough rest? Four, check your motives. Why do I do what I do? Could God be trying to show me something here? And then five, check your heart. Is Jesus really Lord in every area of your life? The good news here is that cooperation with God brings peace, joy, and freedom. I can cooperate when I begin to realize who I am in Christ and what He has done for me. Here are some quick scriptures to encourage you in this. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says you are a new creation in Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Philippians 4.13 says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And 1 John 4.4 says greater is He that is in me than he who is in the world. So again, what's taking so long? Well, the bottom line is this. Sometimes God is holding some things back from us until He knows He can trust us with those things. But other things are simply coming along later or maybe in a different way. The good news is that spending time with God while you wait will help you see the bigger picture. And as that happens, your prayers may change to better fit God's will for your life. Or it may be that you simply get more peace during the waiting. Either way, you will never waste the time you spend with God. Again, this is Tim Waters. Let's take it higher.